Even America. I'm your host, the Red Baron. Welcome to Boots on the Streets podcast. I hope everyone's doing well. I'm doing just fine out here. Um, I'm in Columbia, South Carolina. Everything is opening back up. Let's talk about that. Everything is opening back up. So, I have rode around to numerous locations here in Columbia, South Carolina, America. Uh, One spot I went to is Nightcaps on Divine. I went in there, and it's a nice establishment, place I normally go to. The first few days I went, it's maybe four or five people in there. This is a bar slash restaurant uh, that happened to sell food, mainly a bar. They got a porch out back that's with uh, flat screen TVs. It's very spacious, very nice. Nice place to take a woman and stuff in the daytime to have, you know, a casual drink. I went there with my special lady. She had some type of dip. We had a few drinks, rum and cokes. And we hung out maybe for like about an hour and a half. When we came back out, it went from being eight people to like a room of probably about 50 or more. So we decided to leave. Now, that was over the weekend. Now, I'm talking about what have I noticed about certain businesses being open. Let me tell you. My frat and I went into the mall, Harbison Mall. Walked around. Went into a few sneaker stores. Now, we went to the finish line. How they do it? Certain amount of people allowed in per time. You know? So mainly they allow like eight people in. That includes the people that work at the store themselves in that number. If uh, more people start to come in, they lock the double doors down so no one else can't come in. The employees did have masks on their face. So that was pretty cool. And I noticed that about a lot of stores. Like you might, if you might be walking around the mall, they'll lock the doors. And we went in vans. Sneaker store vans, they closed the metal gates down while we was in there. So no one else could get in. And there's like a line waiting outside of people waiting for you to finish. So every time they like get like two or three people finish shopping, they'll open the gate or they'll open the doors and allow more people to come in to substitute those that have left. That's fine. But the problem that I see with that is like you get some of these people that come into the store, like we went into Hibbit Sports and we were waiting outside to get in. Now, the weather was nice that day, but what happens if it's 90 degrees outside and you're waiting to get inside Hibbit Sport and you got one of these uh, uh, Bonishas that's in there with her kids and then her girlfriend kids and her girlfriend kids friends that have cousins of those kids and they all in there and that family alone takes up the whole amount of people that allow in the store. And not like that, they're window shopping. They're not even buying anything, America. They just window shopping. And the people that really want to buy merchandise are outside in the hot heat sweating. Now, down here, the weather has heated up. I don't know where you're at when you're listening, but it's 88 degrees here. So the weather has heated up here in South Carolina. Um, I appreciate the effort, but there got to be some things that have to be tweaked. I think people that have a lot of kids should wait outside. One adult should wait for them outside. Parents, if you're going shopping, please don't bring all your kids and your kids' friends and the cousins of their kids you know, of those kids with you, please, all the Bonishas out there, stop that. Stop that. I'm a black man in America just trying to spend some money. Please stop that. We want to go shopping. Then you in there window shopping. These are some of the errors that I know that are taking place. But 
nonetheless, let's get back on social distancing and everything opening back up. So I rode through a place called Five Points and it looked like St. Patrick's Day. Everybody done lost their goddamn mind. The streets was crowded. Women walk across the street strutting in a high heel with that cold pussy walk. I mean, it was crazy. America, I mean, it were hundreds of people outside and nobody was not practicing six foot distance. Nobody, nobody. This is how the outbreak is gonna pick up for the second go round. I'm telling you, this is how it's gonna happen. Hold on a minute. Um, yeah, so this is how it's gonna happen. Everybody excited not to be in their homes. Everybody coming out, walking past each other. Uh, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Um, it's just crazy uh, how, how all this is going on. Everybody walking past each other, hanging out in bars. The bars are not put in limitation. Let me tell you something. You know why the bars are not put in limitation, America? Because they've been hurting financially. You think they're gonna tell 100 something people not to come inside their establishment? No, they got to make that money back, America. They got to make that money back. So they're going to allow whoever wants to come in, come in. And I want to talk to y'all today about the restaurants. Yes. Right now, I would not advise anyone to eat out at a restaurant. I mean, I, we go to this one Jamaican spot called uh, Island Spice, but they get their food every day fresh. But let me talk to y'all about this, America. I went to two different establishments in the last few days. You know, and uh, pardon me, I was checking an email that came through. I can't believe this person emailed me back. Um, I went to do two different establishments. Uh, and the food has been horrible. Horrible. I went to one Asian spot. Yes, I know America, but I had a crave for Asian food. I went to one Asian spot and the food tasted not too fresh. It was all right, but it just, it just felt like the grease. It just didn't taste well. And I'm going to get into that. So I went to another spot today and I had ordered some rice, onion fried rice and some chicken and I got an egg roll, right? Got home. Chicken tasted horrible, not fresh at all. The rice didn't taste too good either. The egg rolls smelled like shit. Like somebody just took a damn dump and put vegetables on top of a dump. And I was like, this is horrible. I just wasted goddamn $13, which was a lesson learned. First of all, food was highly overpriced. Bump, y'all. I'll go back to cooking food in my house like I normally do. I decided to branch out. But the point I'm making here is America is, I noticed something. That chicken could not have been fresh chicken. It could possibly have not been fresh chicken. See, restaurants are, there's a, first of all, there's a food shortage in America going on. Then a lot of restaurants have lost money and customers, and that means they can't buy fresh food all the time. So all I know, they could have been frying up some damn chicken or something that was, uh, that could have been two months old or pulled it out the freezer to try to sell it and stuff. I don't know, but the food was horrible. So America, if y'all out there, don't go out and eat. It's better to fix your own food. I mean, it was disgusting. I feel like I was gonna throw up eventually. It was just disgusting. And a lot of restaurants are cutting corners. Yes, they are. They're using food that they normally toss away and start fresh the next day. Uh-uh, it's food shortage. If you buying honey wings or something like that, if them honey wings ain't been sold, guess what they doing? 
they're going back in the refrigerator and they're going to reheat them and refry them and stuff and give them back to you. They're cutting corners out here. I have no time for that type of game. No time. I got a sensitive stomach, America, as it is, and I just have no time for that. Uh, I went to the barbershop today. Let me tell you how that went. I went to the barbershop today. I went to the barbershop and they got the list. If you have a cold, diarrhea, nausea, blah, 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 please don't enter. Then they said it's required. If you're going to come in here, you're either going to get a haircut and go home. So no hanging out at the barbershop. No talking about how Tanisha Booty looked big at the club last weekend. Uh, you must wear a mask on your face too, by the way. So I went in and got my hair cut. I was the only person um, with my barber. So I didn't have to wait in line for her. So she did my hair and everything. And she told me I could take my mask off because she was corona free. And I was corona free. So it was a corona free thing happening up there. Um, the barber shop, the, uh, on the other side of the hair salon, the women there, they kept their faces covered. Uh, they had gloves on. They were t- using all the proper precautions. I have no problem with that. None. But all these people hanging out in bars, going into restaurants, going into stores, and it's filled with hundreds of people. Hello, America. The virus has not left the United States. It has not bought a plane ticket to the Bahamas or Bermuda and go away for the summer and come back in the fall. No, it is still here, running rapid. Matter of fact, since businesses have started opening up in South Carolina, we have had an influx of new cases, about 150 in the last few days. So I went into some of the stores and you know, I met this one young white girl and she was like, I think it's fake and I still think it's something that the government created. All right, uh, obviously you don't follow the news because the virus was started in China. So please don't put this on the United States government. Let's point the finger where it needs to go to and that's China so we can prevent this from happening again. With the misinformation, we're gonna end up in a situation just like this or worse. So please young millennials, uh, conspiracy theorists, let's follow the trail here or where this originated at so we could protect the good citizens of America. That's what it's about, protecting our families and the good citizens of America. When you spread false propaganda and talk about it was created by the government, no. Look, I have a show on Periscope, Boots on the Street TV on Periscope. I had someone call it for Dubai, Russia, and other countries live. And we talked about how they felt about the origins of the virus and how they citizens felt about the virus too in their country. And what was interesting was they didn't trust their government, but they also said they believed their government knew about it and didn't use the proper uh, precautions in advance. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. I still blame China because they knew about it and didn't say shit to anyone. But this show not about that tonight. I'm telling you guys, be careful when you're out shopping. I still bring a mask because certain establishments, like if you go in City Trends, some of the other stores, is, oh, by the way, if you go in certain stores in the mall, it's a requirement for you to have a mask on your face too. That's right. It's a requirement for you to have a mask on your face. So uh, make sure you keep your mask with you. Make sure you're using hand sanitizer when you're out and about. That's very, very important. When, when you're out and about, that you use a hand sanitizer, cleaning your hands. Don't be out there touching your face and don't be out there licking doorknobs. But if you notice people in your hometown congregating and socializing and not respecting the social distance rule, you better believe this virus is not going anywhere and it's going to come back with a vengeance. We have been left to fend for ourselves because the government has failed us and let us down. They have not protected the American people. 
uh, you have morons that are more concerned about money and profit instead of the health of the American people. You idiot. Who's going to run your company when everyone's sick? Just some topics for you to think about. You know, I wouldn't let my kids go all out into all these stores. Sorry, I, I just wouldn't. I, 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 um, I, just, I just wouldn't do that. That's just not me. That's just how I roll. I care about my kids' safety and their health. Um, their mother's doing a good job raising them and protecting them from this virus. Uh, shout out to Christina Murray. I know we have our differences sometimes, but she is a good mother, and, and my kids are being well raised and protected through this coronavirus. Um, I'm not going to hold y'all up. But I'm just curious what's going on in other states and other towns. Uh, please be careful when you're out there. If they open up businesses, stay out the nightclub. I'm, I'm not letting my kids go back to school in the fall. The hell with that. All these kids rubbing up on each other, playing around, coughing on each other, and they coming home and risk the chance of spreading it to me or their grandparents. Hell to the no. That's what virtual learning is there for. Anyway, I believe in um, homeschooling. I'm a big pro homeschooler fan with all these shootings and now viruses and stuff. Man, look, the way we learn, teach our kids, that's outdated. That whole Dr. Quinn way of uh, teaching our kids, keep your kids behind at home. I don't care about no after-school curricular programs. Look, my kid can do science projects from his house. First of all, my son don't play no football or basketball because I don't care about him playing sports like that. I just don't. So he can get his head rattled or break a limb and be no good to the world. No, I'm more concerned with my kid getting his education and being the best person he could be. Because once you educate, nobody can take that away from you. You mothers out there putting these boys on these football fields, you know your sons suck. But you let them get banged around. He need to have his head in the damn books. You need to be teaching your children about entrepreneurship in the community and how to start a business, open up some bank account instead of seeing them running some damn football where they're not going to make it to college anyway on that scholarship. Because guess what? Look at all these people that are playing football in high school. What's going to happen to their scholarship now that the college is shut down because of the coronavirus? Nobody not thinking about that, huh? What about these scholarships that was supposed these kids that are supposed to have someone come out and look at them for scholarships? But the football scene or, or, or wherever sport they play has been shut down. That's why you need to get your education. I don't mean to make that my end of the uh, show rant, but it's an important rant. Get your education, learn a skilled trade, or be an entrepreneur, or do all the above. But you need to focus on how to make yourself marketable and how to make yourself some money in this new economy. Not focus on rhetoric like sports. That's no good right now. No good right now. So some schools and colleges are talking about opening up in the fall, but... They still gonna have virtual online learning. Like University of South Carolina, they students said if they can't go back to the regular classroom, they're dropping out of school. Well, guess what? Drop out of school, bro. Nobody not about to open a university up for you to go there and get sick with a bunch of people. Drop out of school. You can't take classes online. I don't know what to tell you. The problem is you're not worried about going to school, get your education. You worry about going on college campuses, partying, getting drunk, getting laid, popping loose in your booty. That's what you're worried about. You're not so concerned. Well, look, man, education is education, whether you're in the classroom or doing it on the computer. I took class on the computer. I got my master's degree. You know what I mean? Diplomas and certifications I done got off the internet for taking classes. So don't tell me I'm going to drop out. Well, drop out. You're not paying for it anyway. Your mom and daddy probably paying for it. Or the government. Drop out. Be threatening us. Shoot, we need to contain this shit. 
till we can figure out what's going on. Yes, the virus is real. It's real, America. Some of you don't want to believe, but it's damn real. It ain't no flu. It's not AIDS or whatever you try to make out of beat. This is a real situation. Well, look here. I'm your host, the Red Baron. Thank you for tuning in to Boots on the Street podcast. We also on Periscope. I'm on Facebook under Red Baron and Boots on the Street podcast. You'll see my emblem up there. Please follow me. I'm also on Twitter on Boots on the Street podcast on Twitter. Uh, not so big on social media. I'm on social media, but I'm not so big on But, you know, hit follow me. I post shows on there. Uh, my show is also on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Podbean, and many, many other podcasts on there. Hit like and follow. Share with your friends and family. Uh, we're talking about some real issues. And we come from an urban conservative perspective. I'm your host again, The Red Baron. Thank you for tuning in to Boots on the Street Podcast. Good night, America.